0: is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. Today, Pastor J.D. encourages you to do your own research regarding the information he teaches. Don't just take his word for it. He receives emails from online members with current articles for him to study. Each week, J.D. puts his heart and soul into these updates for the sake of Christ and getting the truth out there. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on July 5th, 2020. John writes what he's
1: shown. And he says, I saw thrones on which were seated those who had been given authority to judge. And I saw the souls of those who had been beheaded. They were beheaded? Why? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Because of their testimony about Jesus and because of the word of God. They had not worshiped the beast or its image and had not received its mark on their foreheads or their hands. They came to life and reigned with Christ a thousand years. That's the millennial reign, the thousand-year period. Isn't that interesting? So are, are you telling me that those who refuse this mark, and this mark is presumably in the form of some sort of vaccination? That that will ultimately become the mark of the... You're telling me that those who refuse that mark, that vaccination, will be beheaded? No, I'm not telling you that. God's Word is telling you that. It gets better. A couple weeks ago, I had an online member email the office with information on how Beheading, using guillotines, could be incorporated vis-a-vis a vaccination. Here's what he wrote. What I am about to share is one of the most chilling events I have ever witnessed in my 25 plus years of healthcare. My career began in nursing, and I worked level one trauma, pediatrics, medical, surgical, burns, neuro-oncology, etc. Then adult medicine. I went into hospital administration and worked my way up to the CNO and now COO position. We have always billed for hospital services using what are known as DRG codes, diagnostic related grouping, but during President Obama's terms, we moved to a new system of billing, ICD codes. These codes were developed by none other than the World Health Organization. And guarantee that your medical information is shared with various factions at the U.N. In 2014, as my teams began preparations for the new IC-10 codes, I was in class and began snooping through the various codes in ICD-9. Pastor, I want you to research ICD-9E-978. You will get chills. This code, as defined by the Affordable Care Act, aka Obamacare, allows the execution of citizens by beheading to be coded and billed through Medicare services. Read the entire code and be shocked. So that's what I did. Whenever somebody sends me information, I do my own research. I don't usually use Google for what I think would be deemed obvious reasons. My default search engine is DuckDuckGo. For those of you who are familiar with it. So I, whenever I, and by the way, for those of you online that send me information, I very much appreciate it. Uh, I vet everything that is sent to me, and it it is very time consuming, but it is very necessary. Here's an example. I still get uh, this sent to me. So there's this video that was allegedly leaked, Back, and I want to say about 2005, uh, from the CIA. And it's a video they, they say that has Bill Gates briefing the CIA on a vaccine that removes the God gene. And I, I probably had 15, 20 emails sent with a link to this video. And so I I watched the video, I did some research on the video, and it turns out that it is fake. It took a lot of time to go through all of that, that whole process, because the last thing I want to do is stand behind this pulpit, as is my privilege to, and present something that is untrue. So it went into the um, file. I have a special file for those kinds of things, <laughs> the fake file. So, but that was not the case with this one. So I entered this into the search engine DuckDuckGo and sure enough there it was. The information from icd9data.com in which they state, and I quote, ICD-9-CM-E978 is a billable medical code that can be used to indicate a diagnosis on a reimbursement claim. Applies to all executions performed at the behest of the judiciary or ruling authority, whether permanent or temporary, as asphyxiation by gas, beheading, decapitation by guillotine, capital punishment, electrocution, hanging, poisoning, shooting, other specified means. Don't take my word for it. Do your own research. Just search ICD-9. See for yourself. Now, I realize that mentioning beheading with guillotines sounds like something out of a movie, right? By the way, all of those movies, pre-programming, You know that, right? I hope you know that. I can assure you that it is very real. This is not fiction. Here's a photo that's making its rounds on social media, and it shows this guillotine set up, and it's reported that it was in front of Amazon's Jeff Bezos complex in Washington DC, and it was put there by the protesters, Black Lives Matter, Antifa. Here is a picture of the protesters with a sign that uh, we've talked about actually when Mac and I did our uh, discussion on this. I mentioned that you will see this particular sign in a different form, but it basically says the same thing, no lives matter until black lives matter. And the reason I mention this is because I've been, over the last several weeks, asking the Lord for discernment, because I sense that there was a connection between the whole forced vaccination thing and the whole Black Lives Matter thing. You would think, I mean, there's no way that there's a connection, is there? Well, yes, there is. Yes, there is. About 15 years ago there were numerous reports from people who had photographed FEMA camps with guillotines, reports from truck drivers who transported to these camps guillotines, coffins. More recently There have been some who suggest that what's known as the Noahide laws, which according to Wikipedia, are a set of imperatives in the Talmud given by God as a binding set of laws for all of humanity, which also call for beheading as a form of capital punishment under the law. Again, (laughs) Revelation 20, we're told that this would happen. And now we see that it is happening. Pictured here is a screenshot of a video that an online member sent me of Dr. Carol Baker, who was appointed chair of the CDC Advisory Committee on Immunization Practices in 2009. This video was when she was on a panel of experts sponsored by the National Meningitis Association on May 9, 2016, so four years ago. At the time this video was taken, she was with Baylor College of Medicine, Texas Children's Hospital, and what follows is the exact quote taken from the video. These are her words, and I quote, the battle is being fought. One family, one physician, one health center. That's why we're doing as well as we are. We're talking about the minority and strategies against the minority. So I have the solution. Every study published in the last five years, when you look at vaccine refusers, I'm not talking about hesitancy. Most of them we can talk into coming to terms. But refusers will just get rid of all the whites in the United States, because Houston is the most diverse city in the entire United States. There's seven Asian languages spoken in that city. I've been a minority for more than 20 years in the city of Houston, and the majority we call Hispanic. That is not a race, it's an ethnicity. That is a political designation, but a lot of them are from Central South America, Mexico. Guess who wants to get vaccinated the most? Immigrants. Oh, now I get it. Do you see the connection? In other words, what she's saying is they're not the problem. We're not going to have to force them to be vaccinated. The problem are going to be the white people. (laughs) They're the ones that are going to give us a problem. So we're just going to have to kill them. The same online member that sent me that video also sent me this photo showing what's left of a torn down monument with the spray painted words, We got the guillotine. Huh, isn't that interesting? So is that what this is all about? Is that where all of this is going? Wow. Oh my goodness. I know, right? This brings me back to the aforementioned question of, is there hope? and the answer to that question is a resounding yes. Titus 2 verses 11 through 14, for the grace of God has appeared that offers salvation to all people. It teaches us to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in this present age while we wait for the blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave Himself for us to redeem us, from all wickedness and to purify for himself a people that are his very own, eager to do what is good. May I lovingly ask the question, this time rhetorically, In whom or what are you placing your hope? I want to draw your attention to the first three words in verse 13, where Paul says, While we wait. Uh, If you're anything like me, and I suspect that you are, that's a problem. I hate to wait but I have to wait you know how we say I can't wait that's a misnomer because you have to I can't wait for I can't wait I can't you're gonna have to wait I can't wait doesn't matter you're gonna have to wait Paul says while we wait for the blessed hope see here's the problem (laughs) The inference is, the implication is that things could get much worse while we wait. The truth of the matter is, there is the likelihood that some will be faced with the decision to take the vaccine in order to go back to work. Please know, and I'm going to try to be as clear as I possibly can when I say this. The vaccine is not yet the mark of the beast, but it will become the mark of the beast. You may very well be put in a position, as some have already been put in a position, that you cannot return to work until and unless when the vaccine is available, you have that vaccine. What are you going to do? Well, I want to encourage you. If you're put in that position, God knows, and God will take care of you. And if you'll kindly indulge me for the remainder of our time, I want to offer you some encouragement from the Word of God and the God of the Word. If you refuse and you lose your livelihood, do you think for a second that God isn't going to provide in some other way? Scripture is replete with promise after promise and passage after passage that no matter what, God will never, ever, ever leave you or forsake you. Lo, He will be with you until the ends of the earth. He will always be with you and there for you, to help you and provide for you. In ways that you could have never otherwise known, imagined, or even believed. Exceedingly abundantly above and beyond anything you could have ever imagined. Think of it this way As earthly parents, how much do we love our children? As earthly husbands, how much do we love our wives? You think that God, a perfect, loving, heavenly father, who loves us as his children more than we could ever possibly even begin to comprehend or fathom, what, he's just going to abandon us? Yeah, but pastor, this is kind of scary stuff you're talking about here today. I know. But God. But God. Isaiah chapter 41, verse 13. For I am the Lord your God, who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, Do not fear, I will help you. You know, sometimes when I'm reading scripture, I try to imagine the emphasis on certain words. In the Old Testament repeatedly God has Moses say to Aaron, command Aaron to speak to the people, I am the Lord your God who delivered you out of Egypt.
0: Thanks for joining us for this special Mideast east Prophecy Update edition of In Spirit and Truth. We understand how important it is to know what God's Word says, especially in our world today. All around us, we see violence and despair running seemingly unchecked. We do what we can to alleviate these crises we encounter, but all the while, we know evil is waiting right around the corner. The Bible tells us that Jesus will return one day and finally wipe the enemy's influence from the face of the earth forever. This event is closer than we may think, and it's important to know what to expect. The prophecies we read in the Bible can be confusing, but they do provide us with clues as to what we'll see unfolding in our world as we near the return of our King. Each week in the Mideast Prophecy Update, Pastor J.D. takes a look at the current events happening around the globe and holds them up to the lens of God's Word. He shares what God reveals to him with you each week. This information is not meant to scare you, but rather to inspire you to take the gospel message out into the world. Every person needs to have the chance to meet Jesus before he returns and to know what his love and grace can do for them. These Mid-East Prophecy Updates are available to you on our YouTube channel as well or through our mobile app. Visit InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com to find links to both. Thanks for listening today and be sure to join us for the next update right here on In Spirit and Truth.